you know, sometimes I think life, when you're meant to do something, like the universe or God or whatever, would just line things up. So, like, even if you denied that you wanted to do that thing, you couldn't not do it. It was just yeah. like, bing, bing, boom. I'm like, oh, bang, 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 boom. What's up, you beautiful beasts? I'm Katie. I'm on a mission to help humans become the best possible versions of themselves and to strive for overall health, mental health, emotional health, physical health, all of the healths, without ever having to step on a scale. I have had the privilege to talk to all kinds of different humans who've been through a plethora of experiences just being a human and existing. I believe that every single time somebody shares their story, at least one person listening will learn from it, be inspired by it, and maybe, just maybe, even change the entire direction of their life. These are the stories of humans unveiling their beautiful beast. Keep listening. This is the Unveiling the Beast podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm hanging out with my cousin from episode one, Richard Bradley Lachance. This episode is all over the place with lots of really good nuggets. It's raunchy, it's funny, it's inspirational, there's a lot of yell talking, and the episode itself kind of has ADD with lots of squirrels and shiny things. As always, I hope something lands with you today. I hope something you hear tugs on your heartstrings and or... Well, I know you'll laugh. I was thinking. Wait, hold on. Before you think, ladies and gentlemen, I am back with Richard Bradley Lachance from episode one of the Unveiling the Beast podcast, where we didn't even have a name yet, which I totally forgot about. I was listening this morning. Totally forgot. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to name it yet. Maybe it'll be like, like, like beautiful beastly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we talked about some weird stuff. in that interview. We did. And I only got through like 15 minutes of it this morning. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, no. 22 minutes and 39 seconds. Not bad. Hey, there's a phone. Wait, look, it's. I know that guy. And my phone needs a tan too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it's possible, but you look whiter on that one than you do it. I know, right? <laughs> so, quick reminder for our listener: if you if you have listened to episode one, please be advised that both of us have severe ADD, and there's lots of squirrels and shiny things. So, this conversation will be all over the place for your benefit. Okay, so you said you were thinking. <laughs> Mostly for our bit, but but yeah, I we know what happens when I think. But actually, what I was thinking about was exactly what you said. What I was thinking about was that I was your very first. You were. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> but that's the terms that I thought about it in, though. So we I, and it's funny too because we explained to Desmond like how <laughs> I was like, so my mommy. Cousin Richard's mommy, they're cousins. And my grandma and Cousin Richard's grandma are sisters. And then Sean like pauses and he goes, So legally, you guys could get married. <laughs> like, ew. Oh my God. 
you know, <laughs> you know, Sean like pulls random things out of his anal cavity. I've always loved him for that. He's he's some of the things that he talks about, like, or I, I always it was my favorite when I would come into work and he'd be like, "You got to look at this clip," and he'd show me something on YouTube that was like totally random. <laughs> it's like Sean, where where are you hiding this sense of humor? Where? Oh, there it is. It's in his anal cavity. It's oh my that. god, I'm so sorry, honey. I'll stop talking about your anus. Oh, it's it's a great anus. It's it's good things. <laughs> I'm I, not that I know anything. I'm sorry, Sean. You know what? Forgive me for that. I, that's <laughs> moving on. <clears throat> so, so <laughs> since like, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Please, since tell me. You I was going to say. Oh, I don't really have a plan, but I mean, this is kind of a follow up. Both of us are in extremely different places in our lives <laughs> than we were before. Yeah. Some of it I will talk about off the record because I don't want it going into the podcast. There. Not yet. Not yet. There. Yeah. Um, we'll do like a we'll do a third one for that. Like it's it's Richard yeah. Bradley the Cheese Fish Part Three. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Um, okay. She's like, we're not. But doing I that. no, let's let's do it. I I interviewed somebody a few weeks ago. We already have their next uh, episode scheduled. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Who is she's it? A, uh, her name is Amy. Actually, she's tomorrow Monday's episode. Nice. So yeah, nice. I was like, I feel like we have much more to talk about. Let's schedule the next one in two months. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited that you're doing it again. I you know you had stopped <sighs> for a while of whatever reason and and when i saw the the cooking with kate thing come up i was like oh my god she's doing it again and then i saw the beautiful beast within i was like dude she's fully back into it i'm so yeah, proud of yeah yeah so thank you well i didn't mean to put it on hold for three fucking years but, but you know just the like, way the way things happened you know 2020 i'm just gonna keep saying the year of dread for everybody worldwide and has a lot of it is not even covid related <laughs> like no, it wasn't. i was i grabbed on to my full-time job because i didn't know if i would still have a job yeah no oh i want to do my podcast i miss it and then and i just started like okay when could i record when could i edit and i just made it happen because it's like why why am I spending all this time being a badass for somebody else's company when I could be a badass for myself? You know, that's right. Just for you. It's yep. so funny. You say this today, you know, I went and I did my fifth step with my sponsor. And when I'm going through some life stuff right now, that is what it really comes down to is um, having self-esteem from my own self, not, not having to rely on someone else to give me self-esteem. Yeah. And, uh, and so I did this fifth step and if for those are the uninitiated, I've been clean and sober for 15 years and our program is we do these steps and, uh, um, the fifth one is you admit to God, to yourself and to another human being, the exact nature of your wrongs in the past. And, um, you know, the few, the past few years, um, I, I really let go of my spiritual maintenance and, uh, you know, that's stuff that we could probably talk about off of the air. Cause there's stuff that involves you there. Um, <clears throat> um, but uh, when you let go of that spiritual maintenance as an alcoholic, you start to, you start to do really terrible things. Your behavior as a person changes 
And that's why we need AA. It doesn't mm. just go, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it was a big, it was a big eye opener. I have huge expectations of other people, um, you know, and I just have no self esteem whatsoever. So it's, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. You're a badass. Thank you. I, I am a badass. And, you, you know, the four years ago, me would have never said that. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. No, I'm not this? just a badass. I'm a fucking badass, bitch ass. And that's a whole different thing. Yeah. That's a level yeah. of badass. Yeah. yeah. I'm not there. And it doesn't, being able to say that doesn't mean I'm selfish or self-centered or anything. It's just being able to acknowledge, hey, you're doing good shit. Keep doing it. Hold yeah. that thought. Hold it. Hold, Hold on. Hold it. Hold it. Holding. So I only got dressed from... <laughs> from the torso up <laughs> i'm in my pajama shorts <laughs> no uh, i have you know, short i have pants on well shorts but it counts on. where are they let's see those legs <laughs> <laughs> they're wider than my face <laughs> i'm sorry give me a second i can't see i just i'm I, okay i'm fine i just gotta readjust <sighs> you'll notice i have a a little bit of a bronze Kentucky thing going on with me here. Yes, Kentucky. It's a place. So last time we spoke, you had kind of just moving, moving, <laughs> moving. I don't want right in. I'm right there. I'm moving. You're kind of just moving to Southern California and now you're in Kentucky. Yes. So, so craziness ensued, didn't it? In a big way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it really all started with uh, the loss of my dad. Mm. Uh, when my dad died, uh, boy, I turned into a real monster for a little while. I, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I prayed about doing this interview with you on the way over here because uh, I want to be as forthcoming as possible. Because I think, you know, if I am who I am all the time, an interview with my cousin or an interview with GQ or an interview with you know nobody or just walking down the street. If I am who I am all the time, uh, it builds that self esteem. I think mm-hmm. I know, you know I know who Richard is one hundred percent. So what happened was uh, my dad died and I walked away from God. Uh, I was so angry that he had stolen my dad from me. Stolen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, so my life just started compounding and it started at our at our uh, shared work. Uh, mm-hmm. And and I, I lost that job because I was shirking work, I was shirking responsibility. I was um, very clearly not in a good space anymore. Um you know, a detail came along and it was like the final straw, like this, this one detail is the last thing we're going to take from you. Have a nice life. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, which I, we don't I, need I, to discuss here. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. We're not going to go into that. But the, the point is, is that uh, I think, I think the road was already written by me, you know? Um, and I think that's always the case in our life. You know, you know, we, we, a lot of people try to blame God or, satan or you know whatever for like things that happen in our life i'm like no 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 you got aids as a consequence of sleeping around or whatever you know what i mean i'm like and, and i right. think about my dad like my dad died of liver cancer 
because he stuck a dirty needle in himself in the 70s. He got hepatitis C. Hepatitis C turns into liver cancer. And he didn't go to the doctor to catch it in time. Mm -hmm. That's a consequence of his actions. It wasn't God. Yeah. And uh, so in the same vein, uh, lost my job, got a new job. It wasn't as good. Did okay at it, but it, you know, it was just not the thing. And, uh, and then our son, uh, our grown son, my wife and my grown son um, was really struggling with life in general. He was depressed and he was going through some things. And, and my older daughters um, moved back in with their mom. And it was like, you know, sometimes I think life, when you're meant to do something, like the universe or God or whatever, would just line things up. So that, like, even if you denied that you wanted to do that thing, you could not do it. It was just like, yeah. boom, boom, boom. I'm like, oh, bang, 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 bang. And I'm in Kentucky and I'm like, wait a minute. I've never lived outside of California except for in the military. This is weird. Yeah. And, you know, and they have weird accents and, and, and it's, weird <laughs> um like please don't offend my 28 listeners from kentucky oh, oh, oh okay all right i'm just kidding if you have if you have 27 i would offend them but 28 yeah yeah that's far too many for you to. <laughs> <laughs> now there are going to be listeners in kentucky because i'm gonna go tell all my friends hey check out this podcast i'm Thank on you. it so, you know so, so your son was in distress. So, yeah. And, uh-huh. and my wife said, um, can we go? And I was like, yeah, well, you know, the girls left there with their mom and, uh, and our son needs us. So yeah, let's go. And, and it's funny because we had, <laughs> we had all these plans, you know, and when you make plans, if you don't make them like with something to back them up, right. Like you, yeah. like you are just like, Oh, I want to do this, you know, and you just kind of throw it out there. Well, you're not prepared for the plan to work. Right. Yeah. So we come here and we have these plans and none of them work. <laughs> <laughs> Everything fell through and we we're like, oh, OK, well, what do we do now? We can't go back. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so can you give an example? I can give an example. Um, I don't know shit about fuck since you've moved. So I, I we haven't talked about. Okay. So um, for example, <laughs> we had a tax return mm-hmm. um, that was $7,000, you know, coming to us. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> my ex-wife who did not have my child physically at the time uh, filed first. And so she got the $7,000 tax return. Which was meant for us to come out here, get a place, get settled, you know. Have right. A time. Um, so, yeah, we came out here basically broke. Uh, um, I mean, we and had a yet, little bit of. Yet here you are. You, you're still alive and breathing and you're still there. What do you do? What do you what do you do? You persevere. That's what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. When you're when your stepdad, if I maybe get a little personal, your Mike. Mm hmm. Um, when he was struggling physically, you know, you guys didn't give up. You just persevered. And that's, yeah. and you guys, an example here. I, I just watched these people around me. Uh, I had a, I had a pastor's, uh, my pastor's daughter at a church that I went to back in Sacramento when I lived there. 
her four-year-old got leukemia. And I watched this woman who, you know, you, you always expect when someone goes through something really hard, right? Like they gave her daughter not a lot of time. They were like, yeah, oh, she's going to survive this. Uh, and you always expect them to, to like kind of fall down, you know? Um, and she didn't. She stood up like a champ. And she was just like, this is what we got to do. God's will is God's will. I love my daughter. But if she passes away and I did everything I could, then that's just the end of it, you know? And, and I've seen you guys, people like you do things like that in my life. And it's just like, that's what you do. You know, yeah. you just champion on, you stand up on your feet. And, and I think, I think people think that they don't have the option sometimes to get up again. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, well, I better just quit. I, I you know, I, I think about that when I think about our homeless problem in California, you know, you've been down to to central LA, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's ugly down there, you know, but it's, it's heartbreaking. It is. It is. It is. Just drive, driving down the streets and seeing the tents and the people, it, it, it hurts my heart. Oh man. And, and I wonder to myself, I especially wondered before I left, cause I saw it every day, you know, um, how many of them know that they can get up and do something different. They don't have to be on the street, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think people take that for granted that there are people in our society that have built America. America. Fuck yeah. yeah. Sorry. There are people who have built America that started, <laughs> <that's not laughs> that started with nothing, nothing, less than nothing. Some of them. The colonel, the colonel, right? I'm in Kentucky. Here's your story. Mm -hmm. The colonel was going to kill himself and his family. And his granddaughter asked him to make some of his famous fried chicken. That's Ladies and gentlemen, story. he's putting his arms up. I I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. We're in, not in I, case in case this doesn't make video. He's putting his arms up. <laughs> Although I did my hair for you. I, I love it. It's grown back out. And, and so there were other things, um, the job that I got here that I transferred with, which was making me good money actually in, in Los Angeles, um, not good money in Kentucky. Really? Uh, really. They cut. So part of the reason that I did so well at the job, it was a sales job. I was selling mattresses. Yeah. And part of the reason I did so well at it was because I didn't have to worry that my paycheck wasn't going to be big. In Los Angeles, they paid you a, a fair rate underneath your commission. Um, I mean, nominally fair, you know, but but survivable. And uh, and then your commission was anything over that rate. <clears throat> you made right. that. Well, here, here in Kentucky, the rate of pay was lower. Your standard, your base pay by about half, which uh, it is cheaper here, but it's not that much cheaper. Mm. So um, so that sucked. So I had to. I had to find a new job and I did because like, oh, that's what we were talking about is, you know, getting back up, you know, you yes. just, you just, you do. So I did, um, I found a job with a company. I'm not going to say on the air, but it's pretty dope. You can text uh, it to me. <laughs> I will. I okay. will. Um, it's a tile company. We'll just tell you that I've worked for it. And you, you know what? It's never mattered what I do, Katie, because I, I don't work for the, the industry. I work for the people that's I've been in customer service for 
a long time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, old. too long? Too long, yeah. What are you, um, like 58 now? It's not, wow, wow. Just kidding. I have always been a people person. Always, always, always. And I don't think that's ever going to change. Knock on wood. So being a people person, it doesn't matter what I do. I can work. I can work anywhere, right? Yeah. I just like helping people. I just like helping people. Um, I, I would hope that, eh, not hope. <laughs> I want to believe in my own little misguided head that uh, that's my thing, right? That's my, like, if I'm going to leave a footprint on the world, it's because I help people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to leave a footprint on the world, Katie. <laughs> so here's what I just observed. Oh, I'm ready. I love it when you observe things. Here's what I observed. You said <laughs> you attempted to say something out loud that is good about you, that you observed about yourself. And then you tried to fuck it all up because <laughs> you don't want to sound conceited. But here's the thing. You're not conceited for believing in good things about yourself. Thank you. That's hard for me. That yeah. is a hard one. For me. I, how did you, in the past three years, how did you find the strength to be able to say I'm a fucking badass? I just recently started to be able to do that. By firstly starting this podcast again, secondly, doing my any kind of uh, content that I make because I'm busy as fuck. I didn't think I had time to do this shit and I do. Like I before I was working full time at said company, I thought I didn't have time. And so, like, like this, I mean, I didn't, I, it, it's different when your child is like one, <laughs> yeah, you know, no. but like, I don't know how to word it. Like the, I have been experiencing the actual definition of not having enough time because I still don't have enough time. I don't think I, we ever do. I have been coaching people on my lunch breaks at work. <laughs> yeah wow i'm making the fucking time to do it because it's important to me That's i deserve it. to take care of me because part of taking care of me and what i want to do is helping other people like you just said like you want to leave your footprint you want to leave your footprint on the world by helping people so how are you going to do that you know you got to make the time to do it even if you feel like it's impossible. And so because I've been doing things like that, I am like, dude, you're a fucking badass. Keep going. Keep going, bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> no, I, I, that's, I mean, sometimes I think your inner monologue can be the best friend you have. Mm -hmm. Because it's the one. Right. No one else has that voice that says, get up, Richard, get up and go to the meeting at nine o'clock this morning mm -hmm. and work with your sponsor. And get that step down and feel better about yourself mm -hmm. as a human. That? And, and there's no one who can tell you how you need to hear it better than that inner monologue. Sometimes. 
but it's also it's a double-edged sword yeah that inner monologue will be like richard you're a piece of mm-hmm. bought that out of your show for you thanks but yeah so you so you have to constantly fight and and the best way i've ever heard that that put is uh black dog white dog you got a or black wolf white wolf in your brain you know you got the negative wolf and you got the positive wolf which one are you going to give the food to today mm. you, you right this second are giving the white dog the food you know and i mean that's that's all we can do is is face yeah. that battle every day yeah and it is i don't feel like this 100% of the time you know uh, mm-hmm. like just this week i was in a in a funk I'm going to call it a funk, but like I sometimes I go so deep into my head and like, I don't know if you've heard that saying, it says, stay out of your head. It is a dangerous neighborhood. Do not go in there alone. (laughs) Alarm. Alarm. In in Anonymous, we say, uh, don't go into your head without your sponsor and a flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) Cobwebs everywhere. Uh, But yeah, it's like. I'm learning how to genuinely like when I say I'm a badass, like I mean it. I'm not just saying that to try to make myself feel better. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, on the other side of that, sometimes I, you know, I go into this dark place because I am still human and I'm not always on that high, you know, and it's kind of like, how do I explain it? Oh, somebody said like, sometimes I feel like I'm too much. And not enough at the same time, you know, 100%. and when 100%. I'm in that, when I'm in that place where I can say you're a fucking badass, I am enough. All that and matters days, is what I think of me. Yeah. And those days are great. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think specifically you and I who both suffered with, you know, stuff up here, mm-hmm. um, you know, when that stuff punches us in the dick, it's extra hard to try to overcome things that are already like life sucks already. And you're like, okay, I can face it today. And then your mental illness is like, no, you can't. Bam! Mm-hmm. Like, Why not? What did I do wrong? <laughs> you woke up. You're alive. You want to hear something a little bit on the tragic side that's happened since I'm here, sure. but it's, it comes with a good, I know, I know we're, we're headed down into the ravine, but we're going to come back out. Okay. You ready? Okay, so we're going right now into the not enough. Right, here we go. Okay. I gave myself diabetes, type 2. Oh. Yeah. So I have a 9.2 A1C, um, which is not, I don't have to, I'm not insulin dependent, but um, but I have to change my diet mm-hmm. and I have to, to start working out. So, so now we're going to climb out of the ravine. Here we go. So instead of falling into the ravine, which is like, I'm not good enough in a piece of crap, blah, 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 blah. And you go down and you go down. I got into action and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start eating better right now. What do I do? Well, you don't have sugary soda. Okay. That's easy. I can stop that. And you don't um, eat a whole bag of cookies at one blow. Right. And you, and so it's just like stepping up. And then I was like, oh, and, and there's a gym. Cause we've been talking about joining this gym. And so I joined the gym and it was really cheap. And, you know, so I'm like, the that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about getting back up, right? Mm-hmm. We have to train ourselves to see here's the road, here's the path to walk back up out of the ravine. You don't have to stay there. 
it might suck to get back up out of it because it's going to be work and nobody likes to work. Anybody who tells you they like to work is a liar or doing something that they love. So you might like to be working right this second. <laughs> but anybody else? Is not. I was going to say, <laughs> what's the second thing he's going to say? Because I do like to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that, well, that's the thing. Like, depending on what you do, you might you might love your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I love being a customer service person. I love talking to people. Um, especially in Kentucky, man, some come in, they talk like this. Do you talk like that too, to your customers? No, I don't. or do you sound all Californian? Like you do. I, I sound just like I sound right now. in California. <laughs> and, and the so funniest dude. part, and you can't assume anything about them because they talk that way. For example, I made this little assumption about my sponsor when I got out here because hey, talk like this, hey, from almost West Virginia, from the Appalachian mountains. I can't even do their mm-hmm. accent. Ridiculous. Pretty good, actually. Oh, thank you. And uh, and he is a doctor of neuroscience. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he talks like that. Nice. I was like, assumptions questioned. Whoa. That okay. is called programming. Man. You have been programmed somewhere in your life to think that that accent means dumb. Yep. Yep. And so uh, not your fault. No, but but good to have your eyes open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eyes open. It's uh, and I think the world would do better that way, right? You see a guy in baggy clothes. What do you think? Right? Doesn't necessarily action. Doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna be a gangbanger. Yeah, maybe he's broke and that's all that fits him, and he just lost a bunch of weight. Or maybe he just likes baggy clothes. Yeah. Right? There's so many, and like you can't assume, you can't assume yeah. anything about anybody anymore. I don't think. You know, there's uh, the the movements that have happened. Movements, right? The, yeah. Uh, which shouldn't have been movements at all, if we really think about it. Like, there shouldn't have been a Black Lives Matter movement because their lives should have just mattered from the flipping beginning. Yep. You know? Um, so these movements have opened some people's eyes even more. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Speaking of going off. Okay. You're going to love this. This is a okay. great story. So the other night I went to uh, this place that we have here called Battle Axes. It's a place where you can throw axes, right, for fun. Oh, I saw pictures of that on the ground. Yeah. I was yeah. in my kilt. Nice. Did you like me? Right? My I did. It was great. So there we are, and we're at Battle Axes, and it's fun. And we did the, uh, what's the gliding thing you go on a wire? Oh, a fucking something line. So, uh, yeah, zip line, zip line, zip line. Zip, I almost said strip line. <laughs> That's different, Katie. <laughs> that's that's a different place where you go for that. Yeah. Anyway, so we do the zip line, we do the battle axes on fun, and there's a drag show. Ooh. Now, mind you, your cousin has never been to a drag show. And I usually consider myself relatively like I know where my sexuality sits. Right. I've got this little like, okay, I'm I'm a little bit freaky this way, I'm a little bit freaky that way, but everything else is cool. Right. My sexuality was questioned. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not what I'm telling you the story about. <laughs> uh, there, there was this guy who so helped me God he was a girl. I know he wasn't, but so help me God. I'm looking at him and I'm like, that is a girl. That is this is not computing. Something's broken. Anyway, here's the whole point. Over the course of like, I don't know, eight or ten shows, they literally played a re-rewind um, uh, playlist. 
set list? Playlist. Yeah, it was <laughs> rocking like a hurricane, and it was uh, what else, babe? So there were so many. There was so many, and I was like, Katie would love this because they were singing and lip syncing and and you know doing all the things to these songs. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm putting that clip up for sure. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be meme famous. <laughs> but that's what they were doing. Like, it was uh-huh. great. Um, so, yeah, it just reminded me of that. And 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 it reminded me that, um, you know, I had as much as I have uh, made a sort of amends to you guys, I, I need you to know that I now understand what I did. I need you to know that. That's all. We don't have to sit there. We can move right past that. I love you. I love you so much. And uh, yeah, you don't realize. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I was just going to say that's another one of those getting back up things. And in case uh, people are wondering what we're talking about in a very, very, very short story, there was a period of time when Richard and I were not speaking to each other because we were both upset with each other a little bit. Yeah. So, but here we are. We're family, which doesn't always mean if somebody is toxic in your life. I'm not saying you're toxic, but I'm saying I to was. the people out there, if you have a toxic person in your life, you can't just say, "Oh, well, we're family. I'm going to keep them in my life." No, cut them. Get that shit out. Cut them. You know. Yeah. It's... Be open for second chances. For but sure. Like you are. You can't just say. Uh, they're my family. I have to be like, that's my mom. I have to keep them. No, you don't. Get you that do shit out deserve, of your life. You do not deserve to be abused by anybody, family or not. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And uh, and and you didn't deserve that. And that's and that. You know, it, it's so funny how this. Is what I was gonna say is, it's so funny how I don't know about you, but when I'm in the middle of crises, um. I don't often realize what a hurricane I've become as far as the people I'm touching outside, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of what's going on with me. I'm so selfish and self-centered that I'm stuck in here, like just doing laps in my brain. And I don't realize, oh, I just ran into Sean. Oh, I just ran into Katie. Oh, I just ran into my wife. Those things do damage. Yeah. You know, and and then afterward, I look at the the mess behind me. I go, "Can I do that?" Yeah. Or you some know? people stay in their head, and they're doing this everywhere they turn. They're pointing their finger somewhere else. Like you caused the damage, but you're pointing like it's everybody else's fault that you acted that way. I'm not saying yeah. you specifically. I'm just saying no, like no, no. people in general. That's my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> She still thinks that I'm the reason that the children are the way they are, which is, you know, like half of it is me for sure. But they're... the your grown, yeah. almost grown children are the way they are because that's who they are. It's, right, it's my fault. That's who they are. Right. It's not you, nor because that's a big little word. Nor yeah, is it her. It. Right. It's just it's they're them. That's who they are. That's who they evolved into. And and, he, and they're beautiful. And I freaking love them. If they ever yeah. call you and say, hey, how's Katie? You can tell I, that. <laughs> your your little Ava. My well, she's Axel now. He, Axel. Yeah. 
he they is Axel now. Um, just asked about you the other day. Aw. Have you spoken to Katie or Sean? And I was like, hey, well, we haven't had a phone conversation, but we're texting back and forth and, and shooting Instagram photos at each other. And, you know, we shoot love from across the country. Exactly. Are you still in that beautiful little house in Palmdale? Yes. You're such yes, a we are. That's what I'm talking about. And our rent has only gone up. Uh, I want to say 150 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Everything. So we've actually looked around um, for other houses because my dad's having a really hard time going up the stairs. And I'm like, well, why don't we move one more time and get something with a downstairs bedroom? Everything is like a thousand dollars more than what we're paying. So our landlord yeah. is cool. Yeah, That's, I think the only reason he raised the rent is probably because the fees for the management company raised. Yeah, so, no, it's, well, ours, I don't know if you know this, but ours went up to uh, thirty four hundred. Yeah, hold on, yeah. that hurt my that hurt my asshole. <laughs> yeah, and, and that was another part of the reason why we why the like I said, you know, all the things came together, right? Yeah, and we're not going to be able to afford our rent from now on you know and uh because uh my wife's mom went into uh full-time care because she couldn't care for herself and um you know you know that she passed away right she yeah. passed away yeah. yeah um yeah so it's uh it's crazy the things that you know mine up they just little stepping stones i i always like to think of it as like you know the bog of eternal stench from the labyrinth mm-hmm. okay no. so like that's um oh, r kelly right Yes. No. What? Who? <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, I go for shock value. That was the best Thank you. ever. Thank My you. whole brain exploded for me. <laughs> I'm like, what name would people least likely hear? Right. Like when speaking about that movie. <laughs> and then, and then I just imagined R. Kelly in really super tight, you know, skin tight. Like, <laughs> With a little pee stain on his on his. On oh, his no. Yes, I do. I'm gonna pee on you. That was amazing. Anyway, I, I imagine you know when Ludo would howl, the big the big beast would howl in that movie. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, you want to do it again? Before you continue. Yeah. I've never seen it. Holy snap. I, you know, remember all that stuff I but, said earlier about, you know, being, <laughs> it's over. It's over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save my money. I'm gonna get you a plane ticket, you and your son. Probably not Sean because he won't come. You can't force Sean to do anything he doesn't want to do. I know that. I've learned that. But you and your son are going to come out here for a weekend and you're going to sit and watch that movie with me until you memorize it. That's you're going to sit and watch it and you're going to like it. You're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, can continue your analogy. <laughs> All right. Now, now, the analogy means nothing now, but I'm going to explain the whole thing. <laughs> you're poor listeners. <laughs> I, I sound like a smoker. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So Ludo's a big beast in the movie. It doesn't matter. It, those those who know who are listening will know. Okay. okay. So Ludo goes like this. He goes, Ooh! 
and he, he he actually does that. I'm not being funny. And okay. he calls rocks when he does that. So there's a point where they're trying to cross over this bog, and he calls rocks, and they come up underneath from the bog, and they mm-hmm. use the rocks to step over this bog. And that's what I'm reminded of of when when stuff just goes right. This Ludo calling up the rocks, and it's like, there you go. And that's you know that's where my life is right now. Um, stuff is. It just is crazy. It's crazy. Life rocks. Life just rocks. I'm feeling a little older today. I'm feeling a little older because I saw little Dezo, who's six. Is he in first or kindergarten? First. First. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh do you cry? No, but I, I pretend to cry because, like, I've said the line to him, I'm not ready for you to go to college, you know, that kind of stuff. So when he was six, on like on his birthday no it was the day of his birthday party i go you're gonna be it's your sixth birthday party he goes mommy don't cry i'm not even four feet tall yet (laughs) oh he says the best things oh my gosh that way trenton has the the most amazing timing like he'll just say something out of the blue when you're having a conversation you're like that is the funniest thing i've ever heard <laughs> i'm sore now this is a good bagel by the way i'm not supposed to be eating this but i was hungry and i wanted to eat yeah and i sat down because sometimes like if your body's telling you you're hungry you should eat something that's <laughs> true yeah and drink but you know what this is full of water water no, vodka fuck what's wrong with you people <laughs> oh you know re re rewind <laughs> rewind back <laughs> i was gonna say rewind and i said re-rewind re-rewind <laughs> like 20 minutes ago you were talking about how you had to change your eating and you have to start yep. exercising and blah 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 i happen to know a coach who specializes in exercise and nutrition and all of the mental aspects that go with it if you need her number let me know I know Here that, I am. Um, I know that I would certainly love that. Um, you could tell me what exercises to do and stuff. I'm going to be doing my workout days to start mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Cool. And I'm going to do just some weights, like free weights, just to build up muscle that's already there, and uh, and then some kind of cardio. But I don't think I can do like um, well, I know I can't do running. Because, you know, the impact on my feet, mm-hmm. but like stair climbing or I don't know. Something. Yeah, this place, have you ever been to YMCA in Los Angeles? Yeah, that was where I lost 50 pounds a long ass time ago. I didn't know. <laughs> a long ass fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo. <laughs> okay, go ahead. YMCA in Los Angeles. No, 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 no. Let's go back to that for just a second. Have you seen the Super Mario Brothers movie? No. You have to watch it. It's so good. Is it on streaming yet? Well, you can rent it. It's like five. Oh, okay. yeah. That's not bad. It's, yeah. Have you seen okay. John Wick 4 yet? I hope not. No. Oh, good. I haven't either. Remember <laughs> <laughs> when we watched the third one together? Yeah. Uh, good. All the blood. <laughs> I know. Watching. See, anyway. you were saying. So I didn't know that YMCA had turned into like a real thing. Cause when I was a kid, 
the last time I went to YMCA, it was just like a room with a foosball table and a Coke machine. And oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom, I would get picked up there every day after school. I'd go from school to the YMCA. My mom would pick me up there. And I had no idea. So we go to get our membership on Wednesday or Thursday. And I'm looking around like, what in the ass happened? <laughs> Somebody was like, give YMCA a booster shot. Because we got that whole that whole village people thing we got to get rid of. We, we, put that in the past. we are now a full-fledged gym with three pools and every Nautilus machine you could ask for. I was like, yeah. yeah. Very impressive. Yeah, it so, was like it was like that in my early twenties. So, yeah, where have you been? Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, there, there. That's where my. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that's where my passion started for fitness because I used to work at Curves a long time ago. But really? uh, <clears throat> the YMCA is where I got like. Well, it's where I was into disordered exercise and eating habits, but that's another story. That's where my passion came from. Okay. For okay. The human body, I should say. You know. I have a passion for the human body as well. Yeah. Spin classes. That's where I took my first spin class. Cried when I heard, went home. You should have heard my wife talking talking crap about your the the one spin class we went to with you. She was like, <laughs> she was like, that was so hard. I'm like, no. <laughs> It is hard. I died that day. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this one's going to be really fun to edit. I can't wait. I can't wait. For I mean, I, I don't have to do anything. I can't wait for you to do it. I'm excited that I could give you the gift of my, all of this. Your mug? <laughs> my mug. <laughs> my, kids, my kids keep telling me that I should... Uh, that I should do a, a YouTube or a gaming or some kind of channel and do it. I don't have the passion. I don't have oh, it. If you don't have the passion, then don't fucking do it. I mean, I suppose I could do one about music, but I'm like, mm. I, you know, I, I watch people who have been doing this stuff for a long time. And I, I compare yourself to them. Well, of course. I mean, I do that to everybody, but no, no, no. I, I value the fact that these people have, editors and they have you know like all this pro stuff and i'm like when you get to that point because you're like you're gonna work to that point i know you and you're like yeah. if i want a thing let me go get a thing right mm-hmm. but before you get to that point like there's all this stuff involved mm-hmm. you know, and and i just don't have the i don't have the gumption you know yeah i'd rather sit and play drums all day personally there you go yeah. And I, I operate knowing that right now I am putting content out for nobody because eventually somebody will come. Yeah. But the fact that you do the whole thing, you do the editing, you do the, I mean, you're a champion. You're just fucking I, champion. Yeah, That's I'm it. a badass. But right. I mean, the, the the goal eventually is to get somebody to edit these for me because it takes up a lot of time. Time you don't have. <laughs> specifically oh that was something we were going to talk about real quick so, so just real quick i was rewind. Talking, rewind go back i was talking to it doesn't talk much i was talking to but i was talking to somebody about the fact that a lot of the time that we spend you know we don't we don't have time right mm-hmm. think about i go to work for eight hours a day right and then i come home and i go to bed at let's say an average time is 10 o'clock right so between if you work 7.30 to 4.30 and you come home at 5, you have five hours mm-hmm. to 
goal, right? With things to do. Now, in that five hours, you're also going to take an hour for cooking and eating, right? Or mm -hmm. you could even take two, right? That still leaves you with three hours to do stuff. Yeah. And so we were talking about, I wish I could remember who it was. It might have been Bernie. Excuse me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I talked to her a lot. <laughs> um, during that time, if you chose to, you could be doing things. Mm -hmm. Like what? You could be making something. You could be editing your videos. You could be, I mean, you know what I mean? Yes. Like you, you don't have to do this to waste your time. You can waste your time doing things that are functional, like what you're doing. Yes. You I, I under, I understand your point. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to, butt your point, mm. I'm going to say, and and my point. And there are some of us who do the eight hour shift and then come home and they have to be a full time parent. And you don't want to take the time, the little time you have away from your kid. It's hard. No, I know. Yeah. So that's it's what I, that's what I've been working with. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I've been. That's been part of my not enough time. And yeah. in no way at all is he a burden. I love yeah. hanging out with him. Yeah. He's just where I choose to spend my time after I get home from work. So then when when do I do this thing? Well, I have 30 minute lunch breaks. I can do it then. I can add some of my tens on there since I never take my 10. <laughs> right. Like I think it was for the first three years I worked there. I just worked while I ate lunch. Like, why am I doing that? Why? I can be doing other things. I can coach okay. people. I can edit my podcast. I can usually it's edit my uh, my really high class profound cooking videos. I love those <laughs> videos, especially when you make things disappear and then appear in the the pan. You're like, here's all these things in the pan, and now they're actually in the pan. I like that. I think those kind of cuts are so much fun. Like, oh look, she did it. You know what's really funny too is like. I think both of my parents have been like, well, have you thought about getting a tripod so that you can, it can be stable? I'm like, no, that's part of the feel of these videos is that they're really stupid and <laughs> you can make great stuff with stupid shit. Some of slow-mos are my favorite. Oh man. Slow-mos are super fun. <laughs> yes. Some of the most amazing content I've ever seen on YouTube has been made with the dumbest, most inexpensive, hardware you don't need like you know i mean it, get a plastic microphone and hang it in a pool and yeah. see what happens you know what i mean like who cares yeah. i mean yeah. look at our look at our first episode we were in the shitter we were in the shitter and i'm not going to explain that to my new people we were in the shitter first episode if you want to know what it was holding a lapel mic in between the two of us and as said in episode one, which you should really go listen to, you should. I was holding it closer to me because he's louder. <laughs> I'm exceptionally loud. And you know what I found, Katie? That is not a, a retractor. That is me. Yeah, that's who you when are. I was, when I was in that sad place for those couple, three years, mm -hmm. I, quieted, I quieted down quite a bit. Now, there's a place, right? There's a, there's a tact, right? You go into church. Yeah. Right? You go to work, you'd be a little quieter. I learned that from the place that we both worked. <laughs> I did because 
Sometimes it's obnoxious. Shut the fuck up, dude. You're really not that great. <laughs> I felt that in my soul. I, I hope so, because that came yeah. from... <gasps> I've been practicing singing with my di- diaphragm. So you've been practicing singing with your what now? My diaphragm. Oh, your diaphragm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. How's that going? I got, I'm getting, uh, what, like a 10 pack or a nice. Pack? I don't know what it is. It's yeah. My, so I'm just, you know, I'm not doing anything like, like what you do. I'm not doing like, you know, um, professional lessons or anything. I'm just in the car. And instead of, I know the difference between, you know, nostril singing and what I'm going to stop my... you right there. Yes, ma'am. I've never had professional lessons. See, I just want to punch you. <laughs> you can punch me, but I want to. I want to keep it real. I've never had professional singing lessons. You've been practicing singing with your diaphragm, and it makes me very happy because I can hit notes that I couldn't hit before. It's awesome. It's pretty great. Do you remember how I moved from Sacramento to Los Angeles to be in a band with you? Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Who does that? I want to be in a band with my cousin, so I'm moving. Goodbye. <laughs> Well, have you, gotten, have you gotten my nuggets of wisdom? Have I? Is there anything I you'd have. like? That? Okay, I did, and I want to do this again. We should schedule for two months from now. I would gladly anytime. Okay, anytime. I'm happy. To, I don't. I don't know what I can carry into your podcast that's good, but I love talking to All you. Of it. And I, yeah, I I love spending time with you. I miss you. What I love about us is that we are both serious and we can make people laugh at the same time in the same episode, and so I think. Some of my episodes have been pretty heavy, and we need the light laughing, la- light laughing loudly. Natural, natural, natural. So, I'm gonna ask you a question. You were the first person I ever asked, and then it turned into a thing. As has how I end every episode with until next time. <laughs> I do that on every episode because of you. <laughs> um, and I'm just curious if your answer has changed. So my question is, if you had one piece of advice that you could give to the world, mm-hmm. what would it be? I remember when you asked me this last time. I'll wait. It's such a good question. <laughs> uh, you'll wait. <laughs> um, I don't remember what I said the first time, but it is an amazing question. Um, now, I think I would probably say something like focus on what matters. There's a lot of things in this world that mean nothing and are useless information that just gets tossed around the internet. But there's some stuff that really matters. Um, and And we don't we don't take the time most of us to look at that. You know, your memories of a relationship, and, and when I say relationship, I don't mean romantic, I mean any relationship. Right. right. Um, no one can have them but you. Um, your time with a person, whether it's in reverie, right, fun, or it's in uh, a dark place, that time first of all, is priceless, and second of all, will never come back to you, ever. And that's important. There's a billion and one other things on this planet that don't matter, but those things matter. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Bradley the Chance, 
signing off. Until next time. Do it with me. <laughs> <laughs>